welcome to a special edition of Video Games to the Max, where we are breaking down everything that happened at the Ubisoft E3 press conference. I am your host, Sean Garmer, and this is the official 4-1 Games Note podcast. And with me, my usual co-host, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And two guys from the Backlog Busting Project, Randy Isbell and Wes Harrington. How are you guys? Trials is back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After it went away it. for a year. <laughs> like With it's not... another crazy trailer. <laughs> yep. Uh, was, at least that, that, that certainly was a thing. It's it's <sighs> downloading while we do this podcast. I'm excited. <laughs> of course it is. Whatever works for, uh, you know. Hey, at least get you some time in there uh, before the, the Sony conference, you know. Um, so this thing almost went two hours by like minutes, not going two hours, lots of gameplay, lots of stuff in here. They started with just dance 2017 as they have done, I think for like the past three years, I want to say, and then they ended on a new winter sports game. I want to say. Extreme winter sports game called Steep, which almost seemed like GoPro, uh, the game or something. Yeah. And then a bunch of stuff in between. Uh, what did you get? What what stood out to you guys here? Um. Hmm. <laughs> It, it, it's weird. While, while the pod, while the while the podcast, while while the conference was going on, there were a couple things that excited me. But now that we're you know, now that we've been, it's been done for about half an hour. I'm just sitting there going, hmm. I, I, I mean, the, the fractured butthole looks amazing, uh, <laughs> which I was not expecting to say because you know I, I just kind of figured it was going to be the stick of truth. Except now with superheroes, but they've actually made a couple decent changes to the battle system for the looks of it. So. Should be interesting to see that. Um, For Honor... Looked terrible. <laughs> well, like, there, were, there, there were a couple decent spots there, but yeah, it did look a little bit a little underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the best part for me had to be the South Park thing. It was... Like, I think the yeah. game looked good, but the, like the, like that, that interview was terrible. Yeah. And it went on for way too long. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things in this press conference. I think they were just trying... They couldn't find straight transitions to go from... They were just trying to find seam tra- seamless transitions. Uh, you know, yeah. from from one thing to the next while they're still talking about the same game instead of going, okay, well, here's this, here's gameplay, here's this, and, you know. So... You, it, you know, I, I gave credit to Microsoft in the last podcast about how like they were just throwing so many games at you. It's like, here, here's all this stuff. And then you're going to have the next few days to kind of filter through. And then we'll have way more information about all this stuff. Or we're just going to throw all this stuff at you. And Ubisoft was the exact opposite. It's like, we have five or six main titles and we really want to show all sorts of stuff for you on all of these games and have the interviews yeah. and all of that stuff right now. And it, it drug on a little bit, but when you look back at it, they showed some really good games. Like, yeah, that South Park game looked great. Uh, I, I said earlier, I was I enjoyed the first Watchdog game, and I was excited for the second one, and hoping they they fix some 
some of the issues. So I'm very excited for Watch Dogs 2, especially with what I saw. Uh, but the big game for me that I like kind of had on my radar, but now it was like, okay, I, I will be playing this game, is the Ghost Recon Wildlands game. Yep. Just That looks like a giant cooperative, just smorgasbord of everything. I mean, everyone goes to, to, to Destiny and Overwatch and, and all of those as their, their multiplayer games that they want to go to. This has a lot of stealth ideas to it and a lot of you know gameplay that i usually enjoy playing in my single player games added to a multiplayer basis and the fact that it's mostly open world and you can do all sorts of stuff the graphics didn't wow me in any ways but i I like that this is the way they want to take this multiplayer aspect where people can come in and leave and and you're not having to have four people at all times it's not like rainbow six siege where if you don't have you and four of your friends playing and you're set and ready to go you're going to have a hard time here it's i mean you can do it with two people with five people it doesn't matter it's going to work out so i'm very excited about that game except it's ghost recon future soldier it's the same game only without the stealth suit and open world but it's yeah but i mean i think it works better than future soldier that at least from the looks of it anyway well no one played future soldier that was a problem (laughs) Well, maybe they're just trying to, okay, well, why did people not play it? Let's fix that. Or, you know, uh, I really enjoyed that demo, too. I wasn't, you know, I've kind of been, uh, Division was kind of too much for me to try to get into. I think uh, the other Tom Clancy things have kind of been what they are. This one seemed much more approachable, I think, for people that aren't, like, big into those. Uh, even the chatter between the players seem much more normal instead of the ridiculous... When they showed that Rainbow Six Siege uh, deal a couple of years ago, that it was like, okay, no one is going to talk to the, their friend like this while playing the game. Uh, you know, it, it all seemed kind of cool. Like, you have different roles for each of the, the players that are playing with you. Uh, that, that seems like it's going to definitely be one of those things people are really talking about up until when it comes out uh in march of next year uh, you know we talked about the uh south park thing i'm waiting for somebody to rise up and get mad at the fact that you have a white guy with a coon mask and getting mad at the fact that coon, coon is being used a million times i just think it's funny it's just it's what they do it's silly uh the fact that it's a civil war ripoff is even better <laughs> that's uh great um man the vr thing i don't know about now i now i think i kind of understand why you don't show vr in a press conference yeah especially the star trek thing that looked better than the eagle thing though i, I was about to say yeah like at I least, mean, at least the star just... trek the Star Trek yeah. one at least had the people talking to each other and, like, kind of joking about it. The Eagle thing was, like, deadly serious. Yeah. I was also confused for part of that Eagle thing. I was sitting there going, uh, okay, so is, is there just AI shooting or whatever it was? And then finally I figured out that apparently you're shooting air at the other Eagles or something. It'd be, it'd be better for his vomit. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Vomit on the other eagle and it makes him lose the rabbit. Okay. 
Whatever. What would you want the rabbit if it got thrown up on? Well, they're animals. I don't think they really think <laughs> about that so much. Uh, I mean, the Star Wars thing was we kind of had known about, but it was. You mean Star Trek? <laughs> or Star Trek? Sorry, just, I've got it all on the bad. On not on the brain right now. You like the uh, using the Star Trek uh, Next Generation crew here, at least. You mean the one guy that was from Next Generation? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seven of Nine from Voyager, and then one guy from the latest Star Trek movie that nobody gives a crap about. I mean... That's not true. My my girlfriend is over the moon about that movie. I have, yeah, I've heard a lot of people are excited about that movie. Actually. I have severe hesitation about that movie, but Idris Elba's in it, so I may go see it anyway. <laughs> Why uh, hesitation about it? It looks terrible. <laughs> Fair enough. Speaking of movies, they <laughs> showed one of the... I don't know what you call that trailer with... Uh, it seemed more like one of those featurettes that you show yeah, like on like EPK. HBO like, after like you watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, okay. The, great, you showed us that. I thought they'd have some kind of exclusive trailer or something. And then Watch Dogs 2 is getting a movie. I'll say that Assassin's Creed trailer played a, it still looked bad, but it played a hell of a lot better without Kanye West in it. <laughs> the obligatory hit on... Well, it's, uh, well Trey Parker and Matt Stone uh, burned Kanye West, too. So I guess yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, they tried to. They failed miserably because I don't think anybody really made the connection that they were talking about the the trailer for only one that was only shown on YouTube YouTube's pre-show to Microsoft. <laughs> I think a lot of people in that room hadn't seen that because they were too busy filing into the conference for Microsoft. Right. Yeah. Or and and those things can take all day. Most of the time, what happens with those is they have so many people they just let everybody in. So there's like almost no point to getting one of those. Uh, press things where you actually have to bother the crap out of Microsoft or Sony because eventually you just stand there long enough and they go okay everybody in it's about to start and it's like wow I just wasted I don't know how much time trying to get you guys to give me in the legit way and you just let everybody that showed up there in anyway (laughs) but uh, I mean yeah hey Watch Dogs 2 could be a good movie you never know I mean, Ubisoft, I guess, is just going to have all their franchises be movies at one point or another. They've already got, what, three in development, and they already had Pinch of Persia, so... I can't wait for Grow Home, the movie. (laughs) The newest animated flick, Grow Home, the movie. No, it'll still be real, and it'll just be Jake Gyllenhaal as the robot. (laughs) (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal, the robot. So you're gonna, it's gonna be live action or? Yep. <laughs> Just Jake Gyllenhaal in red body paint. Yeah, he'll, no, he'll always be wearing a yeah. costume. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, they showed a lot of Watchdogs. Uh, I think I got kind of. I wasn't too into the first game. I know you kind of liked it a little bit more than most people, Randy. You know the. But. I mean, I, I was kind of sold on Watch Dogs 2 after all the stuff they showed. 
Yeah, the thing with me lately with some of these games is I'm able to I've been able to turn off the hype machine, uh, and that's where I know a lot of people had issues with Watch Dogs was it got so overhyped. It's like the next amazing game is going to just blow Grand Theft Auto out of the water, and it was just a generic Grand Theft Auto clone with some cool little gadgets. I like the gadgets. I like some of the way uh, it threw in multiplayer aspects to it where guys could hack into your game and then you got thrown into a mini game and stuff so that stuff was fine it just wasn't anything that was super special it's the same where when i finally got to play the order 1886 it's a decent game that was pretty short but it wasn't the trash that it got completely destroyed by because again people thought it was going to be the next big thing and it turned out to be a decent okay game so again watchdogs was enjoyable but nothing just that would jump off the radar. But I, I feel like w- when you go back and look at Assassin's Creed, that's kind of how that first game went. You know, the concept was there. The game just didn't mold itself around it. And then Assassin's Creed 2 was amazing. So I have hopes that they've, they've learned from their mistakes and have seen that, okay, this concept works here, but now how do we make it into an enjoyable game? And now they hopefully they can do that with Watch Dogs 2. I, th- I mean, Mark, I know you... You played the first one, right? So yeah, I didn't, I didn't care about the hype for Watch Dogs. I cared more about the gameplay and more of the story. And the story is what bugged me about the first one a lot. Yes. Uh, this one looks kind of the same. Like it's just it's weird that you're supposed to be a normal guy or like a you know a hacker who's like breaking into stuff. And it's like oh by the way you have uh, a pool ball attached to a chain and you're killing hundreds of people. And it's like. That's a weird disconnect for me. Like, I don't mind, like, if you're an assassin killing people, but if you're just supposed to be a random dude, but you also have an Uzi in your backpack and mowing people down, it's like, wait a second. <laughs> well, the, the part the part with the Watchdog story that that didn't really click with me was you're supposed to, they they threw that emotional with issue. The song, with your niece and nephew and stuff. Yeah, where your niece gets killed in the car crash and stuff, but your character is so bland and showed no emotion that it was like it was that was the disconnect for me where as i it tried to have an emotional story but none of the characters knew how to show emotion also also the character in Watch Dogs 1 he kept putting his nephew in more danger and it's like <laughs> That's wait true, a dude. second yeah. yeah it's uh i mean like the yeah. the, the gameplay of Watch Dogs 2 looked better like the actual parkour because the first guy in the first game couldn't jump for shit and had, like, no moves. Mm-hmm. So this looked a lot better, at least from that perspective. I just want to know if you can still play uh, Hol- or Texas Hold'em with, where you can hack into the cameras and see their hold cards. Well, it does say you can hack into everything, so that would sort of include everything. I just want a little more, I guess, humor from the game. Like, it seems so like really self-serious to me also. Yeah, it. I mean, this one kind of seems a bit more like it doesn't take itself as seriously. I think the setting is also much better. It's not as, like, grimy and dingy and all that stuff like the first one. So, you know, y- you got all that. I mean, I, from a presentation standpoint, this game looks really great. So mm-hmm. hopefully it, it delivers on that. And you know you'll be able to, you'll know you'll be able to find Aisha Tyler in the game. Yeah. Don't worry, it'll be downgraded before before it comes out. So <laughs> it, won't, oh. it won't look as get, as as good when it comes out. 
Oh, maybe if it comes out on, you know, the the Neo and the X you know, on the Xbox One Slim, they they could look uh, decent, I guess. Uh, even though I'm already hearing, I, I've seen a bunch of chatter on Twitter from developers who are not happy about the all this stuff being announced. They don't like the fact that they're going to have to be making games for like four or five different systems. Yeah, I don't blame the them. The rest of this lifespan. I mean, just, ju- just when it looked like you're done with 360 and PS3, oh, here's two more systems to put on it. So, I, mean, I can kind of understand from there. I mean, nobody really thinks about that. We look at it and we go, okay, well, from the consumer point of view, whatever. But, man, that's I know they're getting money, but we also think about, like, the individual people that are sitting there doing all this and whatever. They're not getting as much money as, say, the company as a whole and and all that stuff, and all the work you're having to put in extra for d- is it going to sell on these new consoles? Are people going to buy it at the same rate that they're going to buy that they already have these other consoles at? You know, eh, could uh, wind up blowing up in Sony and Microsoft's face. We'll have to, we'll have to see, I guess, as, as we go along and what Sony decides to do uh, later tonight, but Another thing was uh, For Honor. They showed a lot more uh, the single-player gameplay this time instead of the multiplayer, mm-hmm. which was the theme of last year's. Um, they had like a three-way battle with the Viking and the Samurai and the Knight, which looked freaking awesome. Uh, they announced who the villain is, who's the person talking during it. Uh, you would think that all three tribes are different character types will have their own story but maybe not or maybe one of them is the story or the rest of the dlc you know the the guy the guy's intro kind of sounded like that they would each have their own distinct storyline right because he he went the you know the 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 samurai have this going on and the the uh the i forget what the other ones beside the vikings were jesus Uh, (laughs) uh, knight the knights knights You know, the knights will have this, and the samurai will have this, and then the Vikings. Well, we'll just show you them. Uh, <clears throat> so it, it, it sounds to me like they are going to have their each distinct storylines, but I've been wrong before. You think it's going to be like uh, where you go through? Okay, kind of almost like uh, I guess Halo Two, or there, there's other games that are kind of like it, where you have one chapter as the samurai, and then the next chapter you go into is the the Viking, and then it kind of switches around depending on what they want to tell at that point. I hope not, because if you don't like one of the factions, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, think I, I think they're all going to be self-contained. I, I just hope that each uh, storyline ends with, why can't we be friends, Blaine? That would make almost as much sense, sense as the Watch Dogs 2 one, where they're like, play me something fresh, plays a song from, like, 1992. <laughs> hey, it's still, you know, it's still fresh now. If all if all the 80s style is coming back, I guess, you know, 90s is even more fresh at this point. Uh, Randy, I know you were kind of thinking that it could just be that they're all just in the game and they just what two hour little things or something well not even i wouldn't say two hours but i mean if you think about it 
I, I'm with them. I think it's going to be three different stories where when you're in the main menu, you get to pick which one you want to do. But I, I would think each one's probably six to eight hours long. Wouldn't it be terrible? I mean, that still adds into a, a very long game. And as Mark said, if you don't like one of the tribes, then you don't have to play it and you don't have to worry about it. But yeah, it's interesting. I like the, the way the combat looked. I mean, it looked intriguing enough but sim- simple i mean a, a lot of guarding and like what the three different areas and you kind of had to work that into trying to break their defenses when it's into the main battles but everything else kind of looked hack and slash so at least with what they showed with the viking so i'm interested in the game uh now we just have to kind of see how it breaks down is like you said how the three different tribes work together or how the game works really and the combat was sort of kind of like, I know it looked like Dynasty Wars at first, but I thought it was more like Mordor later when you start getting into the personal battles and stuff. It's not so much like, oh, here's a mass of people, just kill them all, uh, which makes it a lot more interesting than just, you know, playing Dynasty Wars with a different mm-hmm. thing because that gets boring really quick. I just thought it looked like Rise or Zelda Skyward Sword. Like, with the whole guarding aspect? Yeah, that too. Because uh, it kind of looks like either it's a quick time thing, or it's how you hold your weapon. Depends on how you guard. Yeah, so, it definitely looked like it had a, a bit of a rock-paper-scissors element to it. You know, like, the, the, this positioning will disrupt this attack, and vice versa. Uh, I know you were excited about the Trials blood dragon which mm-hmm. is the most insane they had him come out with look like Zubaz shit on from the 80s and with wrestling intros and a 90s yeah. toy commercial playing yeah <laughs> oh wait did you guys want seriousness in your video games no that was great. I loved it I thought it was hilarious and then especially when I was like alright here we go we get trials meets blood dragon and all sorts of craziness to it, and oh yeah, I'm I'm completely sold. I've always loved all the trial games. I'm not. I've I've gotten to the point where I'm I'm pretty good, but those extreme levels I can't do. So that's probably where I'll get in this game too. I'll get up to the extreme levels and then never get farther ever. Mark, I know you're not a big Blood Dragon fan. No, I thought the oh. intro was better than like. It's just another the trials game. Like they're fine, but they're pretty indistinguishable between. Like one another, except for like the mini games and vehicles. But I mean, whatever. It's fifteen bucks. Who cares? As long as it's not some thirty dollars season pass like that Fusion had, which is terrible. Oh, that was the one with like the big flaming cat on the unicorn or whatever, right? Or... Yeah. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> that was also at the, at Ubisoft conference not too long ago. Um, yeah. You got the sequel to Grow Home. So now you can grow up. Oh, yeah, called grow up, which I don't know why that hashtag made me laugh so hard. But the the hashtag they wanted you to use during that segment was grow up game. And it's just like, <laughs> well, yeah, because they to don't tell us something Ubisoft. Yeah. Well, they got to tell Aisha Tyler first. <laughs> the next one will be called grow out, and it'll just be taking you taking over other planets completely. <laughs> and that what you try to do, in No Man's Sky. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, 
this ending game, the game that they ended the thing on, totally out of left field, I think, as far as something we thought. It's a new IP, obviously. It's got skiing and base jumping and paragliding and snowboarding and you can take pictures of anywhere on your route where you mess up and replay from anywhere. I mean, it all looked cool, especially the guy that like slams into the mountain. But mm-hmm. I don't know, not yeah. that kind of thing. It it seems like it's it's a game that really wants to take hold of the whole social media aspect that has just flooded video gaming lately with streaming and sharing and and all of that. So it's like, well, we need an extreme sports game, but make every, like every action you do, you can show off to your friends or have them do different tasks or whatever. I think it, it would work better if I was interested in the gameplay. I'm not big into like winter extreme sports, mm-hmm. but the concept itself is very interesting if worked correctly where i mean you could just create challenges on the fly or show off this crazy move that you just did other sports do it uh and hopefully this takes it to the next level it's just the fact that it's winter sports that i'm not into and the fact that this ended the show kind of got me i understand you want to end the show with a new ip Uh as as a big thing but i honestly think that the show would have ended a lot better if you ended with the Watch Dogs 2 stuff or the ghost recon or even I mean, it wasn't the biggest reveal. I obviously loved it, but if you went, oh yeah, and there's a new Trials game, and it's out now, bye. Uh, that, and having this steep game in the middle, which it looks gorgeous, and it looks like it will do quite well, is just, I, I personally wasn't that into it. I also think it looks like something they can easily put into VR if they want to. Yeah, I mean, that would work well, too. Yeah, Any, I... I thought the first-person stuff looked pretty bad, actually. It reminded me a lot of ESPN football when they had that first-person mode. I think I'm make fun of that. I absolutely love that until Madden. uh, That that mode scared Madden. No, like them them coming out with twenty dollars copies scared Madden. It wasn't the first-person mode. No, the first-person mode was hilarious, except for when you're the wide receiver and then you had no idea where the ball was. (laughs) Yeah. That's the problem with this game. It's just no environmental awareness. Like, yeah, no, I, I got you. When you're doing flips on the mountain, it's like, all right, well, I hope I can land this correctly, or else I'm screwed. And also, the other problem with that game really is, how successful do you think that do, you, do they think it's going to be? Like, SSX bombed, Amp Three or Amp is gone. 1080 doesn't exist anymore. It's like, it's not like Ski Free is still out there. I mean, what the hell else is there? Do they see a huge market for this game? Well, honestly, that market depends on the price tag. I think if they come out and make this a $60 game, it's going to bomb quite quite quickly. Man, but the way that all the detail they put into that game and everything, just... Oh, it'll be 60 bucks. I can't imagine they're going to have that come out for like 40 bucks or something. And then they'll have a $200 limited edition where you get a snowboard in it for real. That (laughs) would not surprise me at all. I think the business model for this is... I hate to say it because I'm a huge proponent against it, but a lot of DLC and microtransactions and make the game 20, 30 bucks itself and then make your money that way. Because, I mean, how many of us looked at this game went, oh, it's an interesting concept, but I wouldn't play it. But, you know, for for a $20 thing and I could mess around with it, 
Sure, and then you get the people that are way into it that want everything, and th- that's where your money's going to come from. I-, I think with a game like this, with how much connectivity you have to have, and uh, the game makes itself by the fact that I can challenge Sean to said challenge all the time. That's how the game is going to have longevity. So you need the people in the door. So I think the opening price tag needs to be small, so a bunch of people are in it. And then you can make your money elsewhere. But if you make it $60 and not even a million people buy the game, the game loses its steam so quickly because I'll play it for a little bit and go, man, I wish somebody else would play this game so you know I could mess around with these challenges, but nobody else spent the $60 on this thing. That's how I feel about The Division right now. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of, what you think of that, uh, all the stuff they showed for it, Mark? Uh, as long as it's single player focused, I'm happy. But if it's you have to be in a group or it's doing those stupid dungeons, it's like no, thank you, because that's the thing I don't like about that game at all. I think Underground is supposed to be. It's randomly generated it's, dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Underground is all dungeon focused. Great. Um, Sur- Survivor looked okay. I mean, it depends what they do, but like I just don't grouping up with people in that game is just not fun. <laughs> hey, at least you can do it with a Splinter Cell suit on. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's what everybody was waiting on. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, I want I want a Rayman suit instead. <laughs> Complete with no arms. Yep. <laughs> that would be great. Just well, they just cut it off at the is he's sleeveless, and then you just have your arms there instead. Uh, I think we pretty much talked about everything that was actually shown on the show itself. Uh, I thought Aisha Tyler was funny. Um, I thought she's had better shows, though, personally. Uh, Yeah, it felt a bit forced. And that that thing at the end is kind of sad. (laughs) I feel like that was sort of a... Like you were saying there... In case Vendi comes after us and we lose, we want to let everybody know that, you know, we really support each other and all that stuff. Yeah. Which is sad that they're having to do that, but, you know. Oh, I, not, I mean, this this is a little bit of a tangent, but I don't get why Vivendi would want to try to go after Ubisoft, because Vivendi's tried to break into the, the gaming business once before. They used to own Blizzard. Yeah, and they sold it How'd off. How'd that work out for them? They sold it off like right before they came out with WoW, and that's a good job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, they already took over Gameloft, and then they're going to come after them. I think it's just them wanting... The, it's What they are, they're, they're leeches, pretty much. They, they go and, and try to make money, and then whenever, you know, they're going to freaking kill Ubisoft basically to the point where they're not going to make as much money as they used to and then they're going to want to get out of it. Or they're going to force Ubisoft to do what they're doing now but maybe somebody will actually feel some kind of sympathy for them and actually invest and get them away from uh, Vivendi. It it never ends well with them being involved. So I I don't see this being a good thing. I really hope it just it doesn't happen. I'd hate it for them. They're one of the best. I mean, who, you know, for all the stuff we talked about, who else would just end 
their conference on a new IP like that. Only Ubisoft really has the confidence to really do that. So, you know. And, and they're not yeah. Microsoft and Sony. They're, they're a third party. True. Uh, so let's do the giving this thing a grade. I know it almost went two hours, which is really drags. Uh, what'd you guys think, Wes? Um, it it was a pretty solid conference. I'm I'm probably gonna say a, a B minus. Uh, really. Um, there was a uh, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I had a bit of an issue there. Um, <clears throat> uh, they had a lot of new IP or new stuff, not new IPs. Uh, uh, you know, there wasn't really too much, too much of a too many clunkers. Uh, apart from maybe, arguably, For Honor kind of had a bad showing, but the rest of them looked pretty good. Uh, even Steep, which I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of, I, I, I've never been a fan of the extreme sports titles outside of Tony Hawk, but, you know, even Steep, it looked like it could have potential if they do it right. Um, but then again, I said that about the crew, too, and uh, yeah, who remembers that game? I bought it anyway. for 10 bucks. <laughs> nice. But, you know, it, but other than that, South Park looked good, uh, Ghost Recon looked good, you know, Grow Up looked interesting. Now they're the, God bless them. They're trying with the division, even though they're they, they, even though they kind of had a pretty bad launch. <laughs> you know? uh, so you know we'll, we'll see what happens. And you know, pretty solid conference overall. Wait, isn't uh, the crew free in like two or three days for Xbox One? Didn't we talk about that, Mark? Or was it on PS4? It's one of the two. It's free. Uh, I'd say Xbox One, because it's yeah. not PS4 now. <laughs> okay, yep. See there, another reason, Randy, why you should have the uh, gains for gold thing. At least for that. Because uh, for free, the crew is worth it. Because then you're basically just playing a sort of multi-mass player thing where you're not paying all this money to play for a little bit or whatever. But, uh, Randy? Yeah, I kind of have to go with the same grade as Wes. Uh, there were four games in this press conference that I'm absolutely sold on. Uh, I am up in the air for For Honor with with more that I saw. Not many games were that much of a clunker. The VR stuff, you know, they have to show it. Because you know, VR seems to be where everyone wants to, to the future of gaming to go. So you have to show where you are in, in, in that aspect. But... For the most part, the games were great. I liked that they really delved in and, and kind of showed off what they've been working on. Uh, sometimes it went a little long. I think I would go up to where I had Microsoft with a B plus if it didn't take two hours to do it, I think. And it seemed like a little bit more filler than I was hoping for added in there. Uh, but really, most of the games that they showed were great, and I'm very excited for the, the Ubisoft lineup. So I'll go B- minus for the presentation, but I, w- I go up higher for my expectations for the games that they showed Mark? I would actually say C plus like the conference ran like way too long for me none of the jokes hit and a lot of people seemed kind of uncomfortable being on stage except for that one woman who had the hot mic for a second that was pretty funny uh, like a lot of their games just look kind of weird like For Honor didn't look great uh, 
I didn't think uh, Wildlands looked particularly great, but I played Future Soldier, so I didn't know knew what that game was. And that Eagle game just looked baffling to me. Like, I didn't know what was happening for the first five minutes. But Grow Home and, well, South Park looked okay. But that Assassin's Creed thing was bad. Yeah, I think that was almost like a filler thing that did not need to be there at all. There was no need whatsoever for that Assassin's Creed. I get what they were trying to do. Oh, we got to make sure Assassin's Creed still has a presence and all this stuff. But it's, come on. Like, it could have just been not there and we would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, I think the, I mean, Watchdogs stuff uh, was fine. I mean, they announced the PS4 getting all the DLC first. Uh, so, you know, you, th- that was sort of there for that as well. That makes sense. Just And, you know, getting the Watchdogs movie. But, I mean, I think most of the overall everything was good. You know, giving credit for showing some new IP or having some... Uh, for showing like the Star Trek thing and the the Eagle Flight thing, not everybody would have done that. Maybe it doesn't all register. Um, I was happy to see the South Park stuff. Uh, I'll give it a B. I think if it hadn't, if they had cut out the filler and made it an hour and a half, which I think that's what Sony's going to do in a couple of hours, uh, I think you you pretty much nail it. But having to go two hours, I get it. You have a ton of stuff to show, but it's just man. That, that's a long time for one of these things. Um, so any uh, predictions we want to throw out for Sony? Final Fantasy VIII Remake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's what they open with. Like, they play the sizzle reel, and then Shuffle or Boogie starts playing. <laughs> the only thing I can see is... Sorry. Final Fantasy VIII Triple Triad or something. Maybe. Since everybody else wants to come out with their CCG this year. Like, well, because it's because it's Square Enix, like somebody else said, uh, uh, they're going to go, we have, we're making a standalone Final Fantasy card game too. And it's from the PlayStation 1 era. And it's Tetra Master. <laughs> Shit. God, <laughs> I hated Tetra Master. It's so Oh no no, like, no no wait 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 no I even better spear break. Uh, or the <laughs> stupid. There's also a dumb game you make uh, Zaz play in the DLC that was annoying too. It was just like why? Uh, I think we'll they'll hint more at the Neo than they would have had Microsoft not said anything about the Scorpio. I don't know that they now put it into the conference because I don't know that you can really change yeah. things like that on the fly. No way. But, I mean, if they were never going to show the system, I guess it doesn't really matter. But, you know, who knows? Who knows how... I mean, they said they wanted to do it at a later date, which probably means another game show. I wouldn't imagine they're going to do a whole press conference by themselves mm-hmm. for a system that's still... It's not new. It's not like the NX. Which we did get an NX mention. The first NX mention was for Just Dance. So... We know that thing's going to have at least one one game on it. Uh, <laughs> Just Dance and Zelda, System of the Century. Right. <laughs> uh, I think Last Guardian will for sure get a release date. Uh... <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Randy doesn't have a very good history with Team Ico. Go listen or Team Ico. Go listen. Oh, to that's that right. Yeah. Project. They're all cheap plug. Well, yes. one one of them we don't even get to listen to because it's a practice one y'all did, right? Actually, no, we no. posted it. Oh, yeah, you the, the, it? yeah. I I took the Eco HD stuff out of the test episode and published it the week before we did the Shadow of the Colossus episode. Oh, okay. I need to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just curious as far as predictions go. I, I'm curious if Sony, you know, is going to lay back a little bit. Last year, their conference was ridiculous with Final Fantasy VII and yes, the Last Guardian and and all of that. So I'm curious if they're just going to lay back a little bit or if this is going to be the big push year. I know last year they had the big pushes, but none of the games were coming out that year, and people were a little upset about that. So do they focus on this year, or do they make the big splashes? If they go the big splashes, my prediction is they open with Red Dead Redemption 2, and they end with The Last of Us 2. Ooh. Ooh. But the thing is, do you really think Naughty Dog's ready to show anything? Not gameplay. Just a teaser. Just a, nice. it's coming. Maybe like a shot of Ellie being older or something. Basically. Or just yeah. one shot, Last of Us 2, that's it. That's how you end it. I'm not saying they're all, all of a sudden it's going to come out next year. But listen, I, I, I was joking about it in the chat or, or with a buddy of mine, but EA has been teasing Mass Effect for the last three years. They've shown nothing, but they've teased it. Just a little teaser of The Last of Us 2 is coming. Everyone knows it's coming. It's already been leaked. But just just a small screenshot or a 30-second clip. It, Last of be, Us 2. It'll be, it'll be a camera pan up to Joel's grave and like a hand on it or something. And then you yeah. hear like the clicker sound and you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, just something like that. Just that. I think that's how they end it. I do think Red Dead Redemption 2 gets – or Red Dead 3 if they want to continue that way or whatever – is going to get announced with Sony. You're going to get more Final Fantasy VII. You're going to get more Last Guardian. I want to see more stuff that comes out this year. You think uh, they really are going to show something else from Seven? I mean, they have to. Like the, it's people are too invested in that game for it to like not be imp- a part of this thing. Like I don't want to see that same trailer. Like I want to see like how Tifa looks or Aerith or any someone else, but different gameplay for sure. Mm-hmm. Think, just be uh, fun. It'd just be funny if they went, oh yeah, Final Fantasy VII, Sephiroth comes down and kills Aerith, and then they go, oh, you guys didn't know about that yet? Oh. <laughs> 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 yes. Well, so, who was it that spoiled fucking Ori in the Blind Forest for me? Oh, yeah, the people at Microsoft. Uh... God, just. I'm playing that game for the podcast. <laughs> I'm starting it tomorrow, and, and now they spoiled something. I don't know which character dies, but somebody dies. Thanks a lot, assholes. To be fair, someone dies in the first two minutes of that game. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I said, I, I know nothing about it. I know nothing about Until Dawn until I got to play it for the podcast that we're doing on Sunday. So I'm really excited about the two games I got to play because I've cool. hidden myself from spoilers on those. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, somebody just asked me when Nintendo was scheduled, and I told them no, that they're only selling Zelda and Pokemon tomorrow and he's like oh i'm just here for zelda so i'm good with that i'm just here so i don't get fined wait what oh you stupid seahawks fan (laughs) thank god he is gone 
<laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, anybody think we'll get Crash Bandicoot? It's gonna yeah. be part of Skylanders, I bet. Oh, please don't say that. Yeah, sadly, it makes sense. It, it, if it was gonna do, um, really like to me, that just shows they're in desperation mode. If they could have put Crash Bandicoot in a long time ago, and they're doing it now. Well, yeah, but they are. I mean, it's not like Superchargers, whatever the hell the last one did, sold well. Oh, you're right, it didn't. But... Like, it'd be, it, you, you'd think it'd just be easy for them to sell so- Crash to Sony for like $10 million and say, screw it. But it's Activision, and they never get rid of an uh, IP. Yeah, that's you know, true. Although, you know, honestly, I just thought of something. Yeah. Well, Crash Bandicoot does play a little bit of a role in Uncharted 4. Do you think they would have been able to do that without Activision either signing off on it or if Sony had the rights to the IP? No, but they probably just made a deal for it because it was only five, yeah. minutes, you know, five minutes and it was like the first level of the game or something. So it doesn't matter. It, it, it was one of the early levels. And I don't think it played the same. No, it, play, it played a little different. Like it kind of yeah. took a minute to get used to also. Because it had a timer but, on it and time, Crash never had a timer. Yeah, but yeah. you had brought up Crash possibly being there, so I'll ask you guys just real quick. If you could have one of those like mid-90s, late-90s franchises that have kind of died come back, would it be Crash or would you go with something else? Tomba. I think we would get Crash before we get like Jack and Daxter. So, Well, actually, uh, uh, if you watch the the Last of Us documentary that you got access to for pre-ordering the Survival Edition, like I did, uh, uh, they actually, before they started to work on The Last of Us, they considered returning to Jack and Daxter. Yeah, like, there have been a few screenshots leaked of, like, a realistic Jack and Daxter version that Naughty Dog was making, but they canceled it. Hmm. That's interesting. So, it... it, But, with the success of Ratchet and Clank, I mean, who knows? I mean, that game did pretty well. Uh... I wouldn't be surprised if we hear more... We haven't heard anything from, like, God of War in a while. Yeah. That would be my main thing. My, my main prediction is that we're probably going to see a God of War 4, and then there have been some rumblings today that, uh, uh, like, we, we kind of joked about it uh, looking like Devil May Scale Brown looking like this game, but I've heard some rumblings that there is actually a new Devil May Cry game, and that will be coming out at Sony's conference. Well, that, that would be interesting sense. to see. Japanese company with Japanese company. I really hope it's DMC2 and not a Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, I mean, but did that sell well, though? I mean, I know they were remastered, so it had to sell well enough. But I think it did okay. I mean, not as high as Capcom wanted, but mm-hmm. they they want, like, square sales figures or something. That's like, no. Speaking <laughs> of Capcom, do we see any Resident Evil 7? I think so. I think there's been too much talk of it for it not to be there. I think I I thought it pretty much got leaked and it's pretty much like a thing like people just aren't talking about it anymore because it got leaked so far long ago. Mm-hmm. But does, any, does anyone care about Resident Evil Seven? If it goes back to its roots, I am. If it's anything yeah, like Six, no. Well, that's I what Resident cannot. Evil. That's what the Resident Evil Two remake is for. Yeah, yeah, I'm more excited about that. To be honest, Two is still my favorite. All right. Well, should probably cut it here. That way, we get a little bit of a at least an hour and a half break between the. Yeah, uh, the shows, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be back, and hopefully that 
conference is not two hours long. And uh, then we'll, if you, if you subscribe to WTM Network, we will have all three of our major shows in one evening. So you had plenty of us here today, and then the wrestling podcast, and then the football podcast comes after. Of course, uh, you guys over at the Backlog Busting, you're going to do your E3 thing on on Tuesday. Mm, yeah. At some point this week, I'm not sure if it's good. We actually haven't scheduled it yet. <laughs> we know we're going to be doing it this week, though. So, as long as you don't do it on Thursday, I'm good. If you still want to have me on, uh, sure. and oh. yeah. So until we are back for Sony, see everybody later. <laughs>